in the backwoods of America. We have climbed the highest mountains, searched the densest forest, dragged the swamps, and scoured the prairies to find our leader, retired U.S. Marine gunny, Bud Cornwell. Those of us in the military understand what the Constitution is because that is what we support and defend in this country, not the president, not Congress, not the three branches of government, but the Constitution because the Constitution is what protects you as citizens. What I fail to understand is why we have patriots many patriots in America that still doesn't understand the Constitution or what should we be doing to protect it. So we're going to talk about tyrannical executive orders, specifically by the president in the office today. You're not going to want to miss this podcast. I'm going to be doing some reading, but it's information you need to understand of what is exactly happening with the executive branch of this country, better known as the tyrannical branch of the country. Be right back. Do not go away. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. So what allows the executive branch to have some type of control or, you know, submit laws outside of Congress. Because the Constitution says that Congress is the one that actually creates and approves the laws that happen in our country. However, the executive branch has and always has since 1776 the ability to issue executive orders. And within those executive orders, they can, quote, create or change the attitudes of law or the situations associated in this country. So the executive orders are issued by the President of the United States, as we know acting in his capacity as head of the executive branch, directing a federal official or administrative agency, better known as bureaucracy, to engage in a course of action or refrain from a course of action. They are also enforceable to the extent that they represent a valid exercise of president's power, i.e. the actions must be within the presidential uh, constitutional authority. 
So where does that constitutional authority come from for the president to issue executive orders? There is no specific provision in the U.S. Constitution for executive orders. However, Section 1 of Article 2, the executive power part, is generally viewed as granting authority for such orders. Section 1 says simply, the executive power shall be vested in a president of the United States of America. Section 3 and 4 of the article says, provided potential limitations on executive answers, including the executive orders, in stating that the president shall take care that the laws are faithfully executed, which means the executive orders that he issues must be in conduance with the congressional laws that have been created in this country. And in providing for impeachment and removal of the president, in cases where the president is convicted of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. This is why the executive orders are supposed to fall within the laws that were created by Congress and upheld by the Supreme Court. But now we're rogue. Now we have tyrannical presidents and have tyrannical presidents over the last 50, 60 years that ignore the Constitution because they think they have the power, which they have, which they have done, to change the climate or understanding of law in America by creating all these bureaucracies, which the majority of executive orders have done. Great example, Department of Homeland Security was not created until after 9-11, and Bush said, well, we got to have a bureaucracy to protect us from people attacking us. And this is where we're at. So we're going to talk about an organization called Brookings.edu. And they track the regulatory changes or executive orders and the impact of those in the country. Going to talk about the president today, Biden, in his era. What did he do to make the changes according to his administration associated by using tyrannical executive orders? And I will explain that in massive detail on this podcast. Every day, the federal government enacts impactful policies, you know, policies that are supposed to change what's going on in our country. 
through the executive branch and its agencies, also known as bureaucracies. The Brookings Center of Regulation and Markets Regulatory Track, or trackers, provides a background information and status updates on a curated selection of particular important regulation change through executive orders. So the, the ones I'm going to talk about is the major executive orders, not the hundreds or thousands that all these uh, presidents created. These are the ones today that are applying today the executive orders through this administration. Asylum for gang and domestic violence survivors. It sounds good, right? You have these people in the world and they get abused or whatever. Come to America so you cannot be abused anymore. The DOJ rescinded the 11 on 11-18-2021 rulings vacated by the Biden's Attorney General on June 16th of 2021. A set of rules prohibiting migrants fleeing gang violence or domestic violence to seek asylum in America. So here's the background. On June 11th of 2018, Trump administrator Attorney General Jeff Sessions issued a rule that prohibited foreigners from seeking asylum in the United States based on domestic or gang-related violence. Attorney General Jeff Sessions and William Barr overturned judicial precedents by immigration appeal judges to implement this rule. This rule was vacated by Attorney General Merrick Garland when he instructed immigration judges and the Board of Immigration Appeals to no longer follow this previous ruling. So what does that impact? Well, hundreds of thousands of migrants fleeing domestic violence in all these other countries, gang violence, have sought asylum in the United States since 2013. Many of them are coming from Central America, with many of these immigrants' cases ongoing in federal immigration courts. This rule reversal was restored judicial precedents from the pre-Trump era and potentially opened the doors for many thousands of migrants to apply in the United States. Now you understand why they're coming across. Now you understand why not only the people that are abused by the gang members or the gang violence or domestic violence, these people are coming with them. It opened the door. So here's another immigration issue that was overturned that Trump had. And this was, again, the same time frame, 11-18. If you remember, Biden signed a bunch of these orders during this time frame. A rule imposing increased evidentiary requirements of immigrant sponsors. So in other words, 
when you want to come into this country, you have to do- have documentation, who you are, where you're coming from, all of that. And Trump put that in place. You just can't cross into America without going through the immigration process, which has been in place for hundreds of years. Even back in the 1900s, where everybody came across from Europe and those particular countries into Ellis Island. They screened them to make sure that they were not criminals in another country. If they were, they sent them right back. But this has been rescinded by this idiot called Biden. The proposed rule would have imposed more stringent evidentiary requirements on the sponsors. So what they're saying is uh, what you were requiring for somebody to come into the United States for hundreds of years is no longer valid. All you got to do is just cross the border now. You don't even have to have an ID card and you can come in this country. Revocation of Trump-era executive orders. And every president does this. When somebody leaves, next one comes in, they get rid of, you know, the past president one. So what Biden did, he so far he has revoked 44 of the 219 executive orders signed by President Trump. And this is one of them that is important to understand how the tyranny of Obama and Biden is taking over this country. So Executive Order 13771 of January 30th of 2017 that President Trump signed was reducing the regulation and controlling regulatory costs. In other words, reducing the cost of the government, which was draining this country after Obama. Look it up on the show notes. The purpose of it is the policy of the executive branch was to be prudent and financially responsible in the expenditures of funds from both public and private Sources. In addition to the management of the direct expenditures of taxpayer dollars through the budgeting process. See, tyrants could care less about the budgeting process that goes through Congress. They are circumventing and creating these bureaucracies and creating laws that are not legal according to the judicial system and the legislative system. So he, along with Obama and other tyrants of this country, are circumventing that. And it's outrageous. It is essential to manage the costs associated with the government imposing of private expenditures required to comply with the federal regulation. So the FAR, 
tells the government how to spend money, but these tyrants don't care about the FAR. Trump said you need and you must care about the FAR. Towards that end, it is important that for every one new regulation that is issued, at least two prior regulations be identified for elimination and at the cost of the plan, we be prudent to the budget process. So what he's saying is, Trump at the time, is we've got all of this regulation. You want to create something new? Get rid of something old. That's really how this is. But Biden took that out. There is no longer a requirement for the executive branch to follow any kind of budget stuff. Now you know why millions of dollars was sent to Iraq and Iran, specifically Iran, by the Obama administration. So this is another one called the International Entrepreneur Rule. You know, people that want to, you know, start businesses or whatever in the United States. And this was overturned again, remaking, reestablishing the Trump policy, Department of, of Homeland Security. What the hell they got to do with entrepreneur stuff? Bureaucracy. A role creating a parole program to provide opportunities for foreign entrepreneurs into this country. That rule was put in place so we can understand that they can come here with the best aspects of America and providing jobs to America. The international rule permits the Department of Homeland Security Secretary to offer parole for people who can provide a significant public benefit by starting businesses with high growth potential in the country. This rule was finalized by the Obama administration in 2017 and was scheduled to take effect in 2017. So the, the issue is this. I get this. You want to have, you know, world business or whatever, but what happens when all of these people come in and we are no longer teaching, training through education, manufacturing, all that in our country of our own citizens to become entrepreneurs. And this is what this is all about. This is the New World Order great example of what is going on. They don't care about America first. They don't care about Americans. They care about billions and trillions of dollars that will come into their pocket, not just through America, but the world. If I can bring a company from India and put them into America, then using this rule, I guarantee you there's going to be some type of pushback money-wise to the administration. 
That's what tyranny is all about. They don't care about you. They care about themselves and controlling of you. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about some more of these executive orders, which I guarantee you, you're going to go, what? The reason you're saying what is because you're not reading it. You're not paying attention. You're not doing your homework. All you got to do is search on the Internet, which I did to find out about these executive orders that have been issued and, and what is the impact. As long as you don't say anything, as long as you don't tell your congressmen, your legislators in Washington, D.C., they could care less until the people stand up and say, this is crap. Nothing will ever be done about it. It's that simple. Don't go away. We will be right back on the Patriot Call. You came down to this southern town last summer to show the folks a brand new way of life. But all you've shown the folks around here is trouble And you've only added misery to their strife Your concern is not to help the people And I'll say again, no, it's been often said Your concern is just to bring discomfort, my friend And your policy is just a little red Now ain't I right? Ain't you right? It matters not to you how people suffer And should they you consider that a gain You bring a lot of trouble to the town and then you leave That's part of your communistic game I detect a little communism I can see it in the things you do Communism, socialism, call it what you like there's very little difference in the two. Now ain't I right? Ain't you right? Ain't you right? Your followers sometimes have been a bearded, bathless bunch. There's even been a minister or two. A priest, a nun, a rabbi, and an educated man have listened and been taken in by you. All the country's full of two-faced politicians who encourage you with words that go like this Burn your draft card if you like, it's good to disagree That's a get acquainted communistic kiss Now ain't I right? Ain't you right? Ain't you right? One politician said it would be nice to send some blood And help the enemy in Vietnam that's what he says, here's what I say, let's just keep the blood. Instead, let's send that politician man. Let's rid the country of the politicians who coddle tramps and march out in our streets. Protesting those who want to fight for freedom, my friend. This kind of leader makes our country weak. Now, ain't I right? Ain't you right? Let's look and find the strong and able leaders It's time we found just how our neighbors stand If we're to win this war with communism Let's fight it here as well as Vietnam Let's rise as one and meet our obligations 
So communistic boots will never trod Across the fields of freedom that were given to us With the blessing of our great almighty God Across the fields of freedom that were given to us With the blessing of our great almighty God Welcome back to the Patriot Cause Got a couple more of these executive orders I want to talk to you about Two of them, regulatory freeze and remain in Mexico. This, this is huge, gigantic. And most people don't understand this because they don't do their homework. They're not taught in school. They have no understanding of the tyranny that is actually happening in our federal government. So the regulatory freeze, this is an executive order. Again, in November of 18, remember Biden signed all those documents. This is one of them. Overturning Trump. Executive memo from President Biden. A memo temporarily pausing all agencies' rulemaking. What the hell does that mean? See, the agency rulemaking process usually occurs over a period of several months as agencies propose rules. You know, those bureaucracy people. Refine and rules based on public comment. See, you just can't create a rule as a bureaucracy without the public commenting on that rule. And then they finalize the rules. On January 20th, President Biden issued an executive memo ordering an immediate freeze in the rulemaking process. Do you get that? He, the tyrant, doesn't want American people involved in their government. So he eliminated this rulemaking process in the bureaucracy. So they can just do whatever the hell they want. FBI, CIA, DOJ. You get this, right? This is why... All of them are attached to the administration like a tyranny government. Because you have no say in changing any of those bureaucratic agencies. Which in the past you did. But not today. Title 10 funding associated with Remain in Mexico. A program requiring asylum seekers at the southern border to either remain in Mexico or be detained upon entry. If they came in when this was in effect, then the government could send them back to Mexico. It didn't matter where they came from. 
But in October 25 of 2022, the DHS, along with Biden's executive orders, canceled it. You heard about this. I know you did. However, did the administration pay attention to the laws associated with the judicial system? The policy officially known as Migrant Protection Protocols and formerly known as Remain in Mexico was announced by the Trump administration on December 20 of 2018 and was formalized, listen to what I'm telling you, formalized by the Department of Homeland Security in January of 2019. So the DHS did not fight this ruling by the executive branch. They actually absorbed it and did the right thing at the time. See, the policy invokes the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1952, which outlines the inspection and treatment procedures of immigrants coming to the U.S. The administration used concerns about the humanitarian and security crisis at the border, as well as backlog of 760,000 immigrants. Court cases as reasonable for this policy. When you're dealing with millions that come across, then it's tough. But the policy was put in place, and we didn't have millions crossing this country. And the government had the ability to screen them, to understand their circumstances, and either get them into the immigration process or send them back to wherever the hell they came from. Whether it was Mexico, Saudi Arabia, China. This policy was rescinded by Biden administration in January of 2021 before being re-implemented. So listen to what I'm telling you. So Biden said this is no longer in effect. Anybody can cross the border. But then, by a court order in August of 2021, the courts said, no, you cannot do this. And it's currently being contested in the Supreme Court. What happens when the Supreme Court gets contested or goes through that process. In the meantime, Biden's migration from Mexico is still in effect. In other words, the Remain in Mexico policy is still in effect. Even though the courts told him and the executive branch, this is unconstitutional. Do you think they care? This is what tyranny is. We have three systems 
in our government for this purpose, but the executive branch refuses to uphold the legislative branch and specifically the judicial branch to cease and assist these migrants coming across from Mexico. I don't have to explain to you why they want to destroy this country, and it's really that simple. My personal opinion is this. Millions of Americans have died for the, pre, the freedom and the Constitution of the United States. And today, we have not just one, but all three legislative, judicial, and executive branches refusing to adhere by the Constitution. That's what we're dealing with. The Constitution to them, maybe not as much as the judicial branch. They're, they're trying, but overall, these politicians, especially in the legislative branch, are tyrants. We got a tyrant as a president, we got tyrants in Congress and the Senate that could care less about the Constitution. There's few and far between people that realize because of the failure of our government to adhere to the Constitution, we, the people, this is where we're at. Thank you very much for listening to The Patriot Cause. Send this podcast far and wide. Go to my website, thepatriotcause.com, and you can share this knowledge to people that just don't get it. And maybe it will turn lots of us to understand what is actually happening in our government and what is going to be pounding on your front door. Yep. We want to be left alone as conservatives. Let me farm. Let me work. But if you don't understand what is happening in the background in the government and the takedown of America, you're going to be floored when they have full power and then decide like all the other communist countries have done, to kill anyone that disagrees with the government. This can and will happen unless Americans that believe in freedom fight for it through voting, through talking to the legislators, to doing the right things in our communities to eliminate all this education, propaganda, indoctrination in our schools from kindergarten all the way to college. This is the gunny. Like Out.
the flag and let's all ring the liberty bell. Let's make a Ford and a ship that would still last ten years like the should. The best of the free life is still yet to come The good times ain't over for good